Hey everybody, Ross Brand here from LivestreamUniverse.com. Joining me following the Never Settle show from Roker Media is John Burke. John, what did you think of the second show? Well, before I even talk about the show, it's obvious that you and I both shop at the same store for men's Excellent taste, excellent taste. Um, yes, taste. thank you. <laughs> I, guess, I guess this is in right now, right? Um, I thought the second show was even better than the first one, and I think it's because Mario, really, um, on the first one, he obviously was doing all he possibly could right. to make sure the first show was a success, right? So, so I think that he did more than was needed, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. And this one was a really good, concise show. I thought the guests were really solid on the show. The first first person, the lady that has uh, well, that whole boxing ring thing, I mean, that's just... That was magical, right? That's incredible. <laughs> I think her story also right. was a really good one. Um, and really, I just thought that, I think that he's getting it down now to the point where it's getting much more solid when it comes to his topics. So very happy with it. I think the production quality are still, there's nothing better that's out there right now. Right. So very proud of my Rooker Media colleagues that are doing it, Ben Radner and Dean, the director, and everybody else that works on the show. Um, just something I should note that today, this afternoon, Mario came by the Facebook uh, offices in New York over on Park Avenue, or I'm sorry, Broadway at night. Right. And um, we did a live stream with Mario and Al Roker, uh, who actually was the host of the show, and, um, and Al was Al. And Al, Al was Al. Okay, that's all I gotta say about that. But you can go back and watch it now on Al Roker's Facebook page. Right. If you uh, if you just go to Al Roker's Facebook page, you'll see it there. And uh, it was a lot of fun. What I was trying to do with that production today was was actually three things. One was um, give give Al to Facebook so that way um, um, he's one of the first people that's been live streaming. Celebrity that is, right. and um, it was it was just good to be be uh, uh, be over there and live streaming from the, uh, the Facebook studios. The second thing was we have two shows that we are promoting right now actively at Roker Media and now Roker Entertainment. One of them is Mario Show, obviously. So I had Mario be the co-host and show some clips from the first show that he did last week. The second show is called Girl Starter. It debuts on April 28th on TLC, and there is a live streaming element to that. We're going to be doing a, like a Talking Dead type of of like post mortem um, after the Girl Starter show. Is that the right? Is that the right vernacular? Um, not sure. Um, you can do an autopsy on yeah. what they start. We're going to do a post mortem after the show after Girl Starter. Uh, Girl Starter is a competitive reality show. It's going to be on TLC, and I and uh, we just got the first delivery of the first two episodes, and it's really good. I got to tell you right now, it's really good. These girls, it's, a, it's the same kind of theme. It's about entrepreneurship. Right. It's about about realizing your goals and your dreams. So you know. I'm pumped, man. I'm pumped. That's awesome. Yeah, That's pumped. awesome. So what do you think's learned? Like, I know you go back to the music business and TV and live streaming. What do you think's learned between, like, a first show and then a second show? And then as you move into the rest of the season? Because so much is, like, built up to the launch. Right, right. Um, but like you said, today was so smooth. Everything just flowed into each other. There's some magic moments. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the whole idea of the meetings after a show or to tighten it up, right? right? And to make it so it's more responsive, make uh, sure that we are like hitting all the right beats because all these creative processes, uh, there's a certain amount of beats to them, whether it's a TV show or a live stream or recording a record, right? Right. So um, 
last Friday we had a, uh, a post-mortem meeting both, uh, back at the Roker offices. And I was a fly on the wall for most of it because these guys are really doing all the work, right? Right. So I come in at the end to talk about the marketing piece of it. And it was a tough meeting. I got to say, that right. woman over there, uh, you guys can't see her, but <laughs> Nicole uh, kind of ran the meeting. And I got to tell you, she's tough. She's tough. And so if there was even the slightest mistake made or, or problems with maybe dropped audio or, or a bad screen or something like that, she was all over it, right? Right. So she had the attention of a typical television producer that we work with all the time that isn't happy with something, right? right? And makes a list of all those things that they're not happy with and comes in and um, just really wants to make it right wants to make it work. How can we do this better? How can we do this better? So I think that was reflected tonight in this show in the fact that it was much more tightened up. Right, right. When, I, I, there's a lot of people who are part of the live stream community who are kind of wondering what, what kind of content are, whether it's Roper Media or other people who are looking for content and able to help people get to the next level. What kind of content should live streamers be doing? What, what, what do you see out there that works for people who are getting into live streaming? And what would you say? Maybe okay, that isn't what we're going to look for. Enjoy doing that, but that isn't. Does that question make sense? Or? I think there should be a show about guys that wear checkerboard shirts. First of all, <laughs> it's the way um, to go. Yeah, I'm so admiring <laughs> the fact that that we're both wearing almost the same shirt. This is far um, more colors than right. I would normally wear. <laughs> right. Normally, right. a solid T-shirt gets me through the day. So I'm going back to LA tomorrow, and I am literally down to my last shirt. Right. So uh, I'm, I'm very happy they passed out PJs at the show because I might be wearing right. pajamas on the plane. Tomorrow. <laughs> By the way, my flight's on United. So if anybody is listening from United, yes. I'm not giving up my seat. <laughs> um, so what kind of content? Oh, man, I tell you, it's still the wild, wild west. It right, really is. Right. I mean, we've been approached at Roker with so many different pitches. And it's a matter of, listen, we think they're all good. I'll right. be honest with you. We right. really love all the pitches that, that, that we've seen and we've heard. There's not been very many that we say, oh, that sucks, right? Right, right. Um, and really, it comes down to the sensibility of people that are being on camera. Right. Can they handle live? Mm -hmm. Right? Because live is a different beast. Right. Luckily with us, we work for a guy that's been doing live TV now for 40 years. Right, right. right. So he's kind of instilled upon, like the rest of the crew, what to look for, okay? <laughs> the things to look for. But I think that, that, that um, at the end of the day, it comes down to where's the audience. Right. right. And it goes back to my music industry days. It's like whenever there was a developing act that we were working with was job that we had as marketers was how do we find the audience where's the audience so before you even think of the creative idea you got to think do people really want it okay do people want to watch this right okay right. or is it just you're just going on live because it's a hobby right right, right. so really you look for a niche because what technology has done it's turned the world into a massive niches mm. and everybody goes on to find what they want to consume whether it's echo chamber politics and right. going to a, their specific blog, vlog, or right. whatever it is to hear their point of view repeated at them, okay? <laughs> or it's it's uh, to learn something. We all go to, right. to, uh, uh, to YouTube for how-to videos. Right. I can't tell you the number of times I've saved money on a plumber because I've learned how to fix my hot water heater myself, you know? Right, right. But look for things that people really care about. What's the zeitgeist out there that's, that's garnering an audience, right? And make sure there's an audience for it. Then, right. this is the big part. If you 
trying to take it to the next level of getting monetized. Okay, now this show's got sponsors. Right. Um, this girl starter show that we have as sponsors. In fact, that's branded entertainment. Um, what's the selling point for the sponsor? Right. Okay. So for us, it's we want to work with what we refer to as publishers, like entrepreneurs right. and publisher, right? And really push things out on the social media platforms where there's already a baked in audience. Right. If we have to grow an audience from zero, we're dead in the water. Right. right? right. It, it's going to take a lot of money and a lot of bots and, and we don't like to work that way. Right, right. Or it's going to take a lot of time, right? And you don't really have a lot of time to turn that around, especially if you're trying to monetize these live streams. Right, right. Jim, thanks for all the great info. Thanks. I'm so glad you were here and we got a chance to talk. Sure. After the show today, we got a chance to talk. You're the first person I talked to before the first show. So yeah. congrats on, on everything you guys are doing and how well this, this day went. And Do we have any questions from anybody? Does anybody want to ask a question? We have John Burke here from Roker Media. If you have a question, hey, Matt B. Davis, what's going on? Rose Mango is here. Saw Peter Nez. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, we're getting a low battery, so you got to ask that question battery. fast. Quick. <laughs> let's go, let's go, let's go. Questions, questions, questions. That's not a questions. Galaxy, is it? Uh, because I just got a Moto phone because my Galaxy. I got tired no, of Galaxy. It's, it's an iPhone. <laughs> you know, the, I, the, the uh, Wi-Fi is very good in here compared to uh, the very cell good. coverage. <laughs> yeah, it's very good. Well, this is just a small town. This is New York place. Yeah, it's, they don't do much here, right? Right. <laughs> the whole media thing's new. Yeah. Are those sweet ah. frames from Lanky Parker? Is that? He's <laughs> talking about my glasses. Um, no, these are from Costco. Costco. Oh. <laughs> Costco in Van Nuys on Sepulveda. <laughs> there you go. More, there you go. more answer than you All probably right. wanted. Costco. <laughs> Costco's got great glasses for, for cheap. All right. Is the guest of honor still here? You mean Mario? Uh, no, talk to Mario earlier. Okay, you call? No, the boxer. Oh, the boxer. Yes, wait a minute. Uh, she's somewhere. still here. Let me find her. Okay. <laughs> I'll stay on. John Burke, everybody Bye, guys. from Roker Media. Uh, you can Thank reach you, us at rokermedia.live or the hash or the hashtag. The um, the handle for our Twitter and Instagram is RKR Media. All right? And you can go there. And also rokerlabs.com if you're into data and analytics for live streaming. Thanks. That's John Burke from Roker Media. Roker Media, one of the co-producers of this Never Settle show. And, of course, Al Roker, 40-plus years, 13 Emmys. And John Burke on the scene this week and last week. And he's going to be heading back to L.A. Uh, but great to, to talk to him and get some insights about what a company like Roker Media looks for when they consider going into uh, producing a live streaming show, what kind of talent they look for, things like that, what kind of programming and segments work well. So it's really a fun show. Is the boxer still here? Is the boxing coach still here? She's still here. Okay, let me see if I can find her. We want to find the, the guest of honor at today's show, so just bear with me. I'm going to find John Burke from Roker Media. Wherever he goes, oh, hey, okay to come in? Yeah, of course. Thanks, John. All right. She's got her boxing gloves here, so I hope I get through this okay. <laughs> Coach Reese, welcome. What a great segment that was. Coach Reese is opening the first all-female 
gym in New York City. In the United in New York City. In New York City. It's uh, not the United States. Not the United States. But the first one. That's a pretty big city. That's it's a pretty a, it's big. It's a pretty big city. <laughs> it's hard to do a first in New York. You know right, what I mean? Right. Everything's been done before, so uh, I'm excited to to bring something that uh, a lot of people have been waiting for. How did you enjoy the experience of being on the this show? This is amazing. This is a great show. Uh, I love the people, the energy, the vibe. And right. It's just all positive, and I think we all need so much more of this. Yeah, you know? definitely. And yeah. your story fits so well with the theme of the show. Yeah. Um, do you do any live video? Have you done any live streaming? No. Facebook Live or anything? No, this is my first time. It's my first. Right, right. I said it was my first, the live streaming. And uh, just the live and the, the comments and how right. interactive it is. It's yeah, Claudia Santiago's a uh, really good friend, and she she I just love, love what I you were doing. <laughs> yeah, I'm so transparent. I really just don't like representatives. Like, you know, right, you right. meet people, and it's like you see them again, and you're like, okay, wait, I think we met, but I don't right. know, because they were, you know, they were representing something else. Right. You no, know, I'm very transparent. I feel like this is who I am. I want you to know who I am. I want you to know what I'm about, so I, I, sh I share that. Right, you know? right. Yeah. And you, you just don't know people's stories, right? Because, yeah. like, I saw when I met you when you first came in, I was like, oh, she's been an athlete her whole life. <laughs> you worked in an in office. Yes. You had to get into shape. Yeah. You, you know. I was an angry black woman. I was about 220 pounds. And, uh, yeah, I needed to uh, do a lot of things for myself. Right, right. You know? And, uh, yeah, I would, in my heart, I was an athlete, in my heart. So, the women that you work with, um, when they get into boxing, yes. is it for exercise, for self-defense, is it to want to maybe fight competitively? What is the motivation of most of the people that you, you for coach? most of the people that I coach, uh, the motivation is to find where they are. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? To right. find their place, um, to feel better. Mm -hmm. To learn self-defense, um, to learn a skill, right, right, and uh, really just to you know better their lives. And That's want, great. Yeah, it's it's different. So it's, where is the gym going to be? Like, can it's you, on Second Avenue. Second Avenue. Gym's going to be Women's World of Boxing, Second it, Avenue. It's got a uh, great banner. You got yeah, a great I have banner. an awesome banner. Thank you. Did you know? That did you know about that? I had or? no idea. That's wow. why I got a little emotional. <laughs> I'm like, you can't do this. I'm just, I cannot cry. Right, I'm right, like right. live stream. I mean, but it was awesome. Like, that was really, really amazing. The banner, FedEx, Mario, like, never said all this. has been an awesome experience. Right, right. Yeah. Now, maybe you can answer a question for me that I, about boxing. Sure. Because I do everything right-handed. But yeah. when I get into, like, you know, I'm going to mock box or something like that, I always take a southpaw stance. Do you really? That's interesting. That, that's not normal. Um, well, it could be it could be your normal. It could right? be my it normal. It could be your normal. Or maybe I'm just opening myself up to get knocked out, right? Because well, <laughs> you, 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 be you can't really well. put your strong hand <laughs> no, you way out there, exactly. right? Exactly. <laughs> you really can. But you could box southpaw. You could right, be a righty right. and box southpaw. Absolutely. Now, do you do competitive boxing? Or I do, you, do not now. No. I'm, did you ever? I box did it when I started. No, when I started boxing, I was 31. Right, right. I'm a lot older than I look. Wow. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> so you only been boxing for two years? No, I've been boxing for 14 years. <laughs> I'm kidding. I can kick your ass. No. <laughs> no, I've been boxing for 14 years. Uh, I've been training women. I've been training girls. I do a lot of volunteer work. I've been training uh, the females for about 10 years. Wow. Yeah, 10 years. You know, it's you work for something for 10 years, and it's that mm -hmm. one year that's like... Right, right. You know, where it all comes together. So it's been a journey. It's been a journey. For me, having a career, competing, it just wasn't 
it wasn't anything that I wanted to do because right. of where I was when I started. You know what I mean? <laughs> I wasn't going to leave my nice cushiony job to right. compete and try and box professionally as a female when <laughs> I would only make 1% of what I was making sitting at my desk being creative and doing the things. Right. It didn't make sense. Right. And I didn't, for me, I felt more joy and right. I felt empowered by giving. <laughs> the knowledge that I know that I've learned to right. other women and to other girls to help them kind of navigate their way through this. Now, do you spar or you do? I do. I do spar. Not as often as I would like right? because right. I'm training all day and all night. And with opening a gym physically, like <laughs> I said, I'm not as young as I look. Uh, physically, <laughs> physically, it, it's, it's exhausting. Right, between right. opening my business, between maintaining my clients, between maintaining my group, my plot, my private training, my private clients, doing all the things physically, my body's like, sit down. Right, right. Sit down. Now. Now, is boxing a sport that anybody could take up, like, no matter what age or how in shape they are? Absolutely. Or is it something like you got to yes. train first before you start no. training? <laughs> you know, I had, my, I had my team, we were actually training in the park yesterday, and uh, there was a woman who was watching us, she watched for almost an hour. And afterwards, you know, she said, can I talk to you? Of right. course you can talk to me. Like, talk to me. And she said, you know, I, I want to do this, but I think I need to get in shape right. before I come do this. I feel like I need to work out or do this. If I waited, right. you know what I mean? I wouldn't be here. So it's you what? You start where you are. It was are. boxing that got you into shape. It, it was, was boxing. boxing that changed everything. It was boxing that, for the first time in my life, it took the focus off of my weight. It took the focus off of my size. It took the focus off of just how bad I felt and how sad I felt. Boxing for me, and that's why boxing is so much more than boxing, and when I teach it, I teach life boxing skills. For me, it was so much more because it really was that time that I got to focus on me and how I felt. Right. And I stopped obsessing about the weight. I stopped obsessing about my size. And I started focusing more on my, my rhythm, my movements, my punches. Right, right. And it was maybe a year and a half, two years where the weight, I didn't even realize that I had lost all the weight. Wow. And people saw me and they were like, hey, wait a second, you're disappearing. But I still wore the clothes that I had on when I was heavy. <laughs> so you couldn't really, right. you couldn't, I didn't see it. And right, I'm like, I don't right. see what they see because I've been heavy my whole life and I still saw myself that way. And people are like, no, like, you're like, you're small, you're skinny, you're in all these things. I'm like, I've never been called that in my life. Right, you right. Know? So it was, for me, it, it was everything. It's it was life changing. Such a wonderful, positive story. Tell everybody where they can find it, find you online and where they can find the gym. And you can find me online at www.boxnyc. Uh, you can email me at reese at www.boxnyc. Website. Women's World of Boxing. I'm opening on uh, Second Avenue, 2147. I love it. Second Avenue at 110th in the Upper East Side, and I'm oh, excited wow. to just bring a lot of goodness to the community. And I hope that women come out and you know try something that if they've never done it, it's the best time to start. And awesome. I feel like it's the best place to start. Thank you so much, Coach Thank Reese. Thank we got to wrap up. They are packing up, getting ready to close. But it's been another fun event here at the Never Settle Show here at Canary. Have a great night, everybody. We will catch you hopefully next week for another episode of the Never Settle Show and from the red carpet at 5.30. Have a great night, everybody.